0: Amid the quarantine, I curated conversations ranging from mental health, personal growth, race relations, marriage, and church leadership. Of the 110 conversations, here's my top 15. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to season one. This week is uh the fourth of the five principles or learnings at least so the author of movements that change the world steve addison he studied movements uh in church history and what he did upon studying is he was able to find five characteristics that was true within all of the these movements that changed the world and so that's what the book is about it's about these five things and so we're on number four today so if you guys are tuning in for the first time you can go back and and check out the other ones they've been i feel like riveting conversations but today is uh, is number four and it is all about rapid mobilization rapid mobilization um kind of like kind of like that phrase rapid mobilization just sounds good nice ring doesn't it yeah so um you know, we've we've talked before about I don't know who came up with it. You know, I I, I generally have a uh, a knack of hearing things that I think are sticky and helpful, and I steal them. I generally give all the credit away, but I don't know who I heard this from. Could have been Ed Stetzer, I don't know. But talking about elephants and rabbits, hmm. you guys remember this? Mm-hmm. And um, is one bigger? One's bigger than the other, right? <laughs> yes, I, I I think so. And one one is, eats a little bit more than the other. And uh, so, yeah, we've been talking for, I know the three of us and our team for a long time, that that's really what we are as a church, is we are an elephant and rabbit kind of church. Um, 82 Stratford Drive is an elephant. It's big. It's hungry. It costs a lot to feed that elephant. But it's, uh, there's a lot of power too, right, in it. And God has used it significantly. But what we're incredibly excited about is the rabbit side of what we're doing as a church. And we are entering the decade of dots, missional communities. And that is certainly the the rabbit side of what we're doing. And you can reproduce uh, these smaller communities a whole lot faster than you can reproduce an elephant. That's really the idea uh, behind rapid mobilization is... The American church has mastered the elephant mode and method of ministry. We are known for that. In fact, people from all over the world come and see our elephants and they walk around and are amazed at just how big these elephants are. Um, but we're now learning from the global south on how to do rabbit ministry because that's where the only movements have actually taken place, um, at least since the what late 1700s. So. Uh, anyway, I'm pretty excited about talking about rapid mobilization. Uh, Allison, thank you for the emojis right there. Those are those are perfect. Well, elephant and rabbit emoji. Mark Wittig, breaking down the gestation period, as expected. Our maven, maven. is at work. Maven. 19-month maven. gestation versus 28 days gestation. And if you don't believe me, um, then you, you probably don't have a yard. But I got rabbits going. My dog has just been going bananas over the past month. Anyway. Uh, that is i wasn't even planning to talk about that but this is live on the eights it is uh it is just live from our living room and in many ways uh we just kind of want our whole community to pull up a chair because this is kind of what the three of us do all the time
1: Um, you had me at
2: rabbit ministry yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah grab it if you're watching grab take a quick break grab a carrot maybe even come on back you know it's good no don't do that
0: do
1: you guys like carrots do you guys eat carrots Elliot does. We I actually come up off the floor. There's usually an open bag of like baby carrots that just gets put out and stay. And we just kind of eat them throughout the day. Yeah.
0: Never the really other, been into,
1: go ahead. Anything, anything you want to add about, well, oh, I was just going to say before we get into the, if there is going to be any structure to the conversation, I have no idea. Um, no, there
0: is. I, have a, plan. I
1: the, have a plan. The other core principle that I think is universally true, that would be helpful for the listeners about rapid mobilization is the longer that, something or someone is still, the less likely they are to ever move again. And so Ooh. what the elephant churches have done is they they help people kind of get stuck. And you know, if you ever walked in the doors of mission, you would know that this is true. The quicker that you can be mobilized, even in a small way, the more likely you are to, to be mobilized again. And the longer you kind of wait, the less mm. likely you are to ever be mobilized. And so churches have to be set up in a way that mobilization is, is rapid because it's it's a diminishing Love thing it, the longer you wait. So that's what rapid mobilization is about.
0: So, so Steve Addison, he talked about when he's breaking down rapid mobilization, uh, he talked about inhibitors and enhancers. And so perhaps to you, your surprise, I actually do have a plan. And uh, so that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about three inhibitors and three enhancers to rapid mobilization. Now, why in the world would we give the energy and time to talk about this on Fridays? Well, it's because we have a vision. And the vision of mission is not changing and will not change, pandemic or no pandemic. No, it is our vision to experience a movement of Jesus in the 10 in our lifetime. The vision isn't to have a bigger building and more buildings in the 10 in our lifetime, while buildings may be part of it or may not be part of it. No, it's about movement. It's about movement. And so that's why we're spending this time on Fridays to have this conversation. And as the author studied movements that change the world, he found one of the five gotta haves is rapid mobilization. And in his book, it's number four. He breaks down three inhibitors and three enhancers. And so we were able to um, put it this way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list th- three and then I'd love for you guys to talk about it. Is that all right? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so number one, it'll be an inhibitor and an enhancer in one. All right. So we'll do three of these. Uh, so here it is staff dependent versus spirit dependent. So the inhibitor in that statement is staff dependent. The enhancer in that statement is spirit dependent. So let's talk about this first one when it comes to movement, staff dependent versus spirit dependent. Yep.
2: Yeah, my first thought on that is uh, God implants in people tons of uh, desire, dreams, creativities, ideas. Uh, The bottleneck to movement will always be if that needs to filter up and through a paid few Hmm. to carry that mission out. Um, And whenever a dream is outsourced to somebody else, you immediately lose some of the passion and drive for it. And so mm-hmm. that's that's an inhibitor when it's only staff dependent.
1: That was good, like usual. Dan nailed it. Um, this is, I apologize. This is a shameless plug. In uh, one of my podcast episodes, this is just some of the stuff I talk about. Here he goes again, Dan. Here he, <laughs> <here> he... <laughs> no, I'm so sorry.
2: I love how he apologizes.
1: Well, because I for the shit I it really, did, I, here he <laughs> yeah, goes again. Sorry. But um, yeah, just to show our cards. You know, part of the part of the perks of being a pastor is we do, we feel needed, and that's a good thing, and, and it's an enjoyable thing. Everybody wants to be needed, but churches, and even we can at times, have set up models in such a way based on their want to be needed versus this desire to commission people. And so we set up, even, I don't even think we mean to, I just think we accidentally, the church has been set up in such a way that it's, you got to come back, you got to come back. And to Dan's point, it's a, it's a bottleneck because it's not unleashing um, the people. And so we talk about spirit dependency a lot at mission. And I think in the partner courses, when you get introduced to the idea of, yeah. as you journey along through mission, we want your dependency on the spirit to go up while your dependency on the church to go down. Distinction, we're not looking for your desire for the local church to go down, just your dependency. Yeah. so as you journey along in, in your relationship to whole mission church in any church your dependency on the holy spirit should go up and your dependency on that church and their teaching and their ministries should go down so they should become a, a tool that you yes. leverage not not a dependency thing that you need in order to grow and be a part of a movement so
0: and you know i mean going back to the og the original gangsta missionary of all time, Jesus, right? So this is not a new thing where, uh, the people have a tendency to get very dependent on, on the leader or on the staff. This is a very old thing. This is actually human nature. Um, and so, um, if you see the early church right after the resurrection, having like a main pastor that being Jesus, and the people being the 12 and but certainly it was up to the 70 the 120 the 150. so what does jesus do he said um yep i know what you guys are going to do um so i'm just going to go ahead and ascend so ascension leadership it's a term i love so that should we announce now that the three of us are resigning or should we do that next week (laughs) is now a good time i feel like now is a great time for it and so jesus He ascends, but he's like, listen, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. No, I'm getting the, you know, the promise of the father's coming. This is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And to me, I just always love coming back to our Christology and understanding Jesus, who he is, how he did it. We see this in this early church that went on to, you know, completely change the world. You know, the first 300 years of the church, they didn't have buildings but they had more than that. They had the power of God's spirit. And so this is just really important. One of the ways that we like to talk about it is volunteer led staff supported. And we've got a long way to go in this guys, but that is certainly in the hearts of our staff is uh, we have no desire in being the quote unquote hero. We wanna be as Dave Ferguson puts it hero makers. And we wanna give ministry back to the people. Uh, The priesthood of all believers is something that is very, very important to us. Um, not just because we, you know, feel like that's an important thing, but because we're about movement. So again, keep coming back to the vision. Um, if this becomes a staff dependent thing, um, doesn't mean it won't grow. It just means there won't be movement. Um, I believe that to my core. So staff dependent versus spirit dependent. And it's been to, I think, congratulate, uh, so many of you that are watching this, we are seeing you grow in your spirit dependence and it's just been amazing that you're no longer fully dependent on how good my message is or how good it isn't on sundays that's that's not like your only method of feeding your soul Mm -hmm. um you're not waiting for the next vision series to have dinner with your neighbors you're not waiting for the next vision series to begin to prayer walk around your neighborhood or begin to see your workplace as the mission field. No, you're becoming spirit dependent because the spirit is the one that's saying these things to you. He's speaking to you. He's whispering to you. And you, you talk about an unstoppable force. It's when a group of people um, continue to work with one another, right? But but it's when the people are no longer dependent on the staff they become spirit dependent. This is so exciting guys. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Can I
2: share uh, one helpful tip on how to yep. Okay, so if you want to practice spirit dependency, there's this verse in Matthew 9:38. It says, "Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field." Um so right there, we don't own the harvest. It's not not my field. Um and so here's here's what I encourage myself and invite you to do. Uh ask him. It says, mm-hmm. ask the Lord of the harvest. Uh, rarely have I found when I'm asking God to do something, uh, rarely do I not get an invitation. Well, what about you, Dan? Back. Uh, in a very, in a very um, mm-hmm. loving and like inspiring way. And so with every, God, would you show up for this person comes back a, um, mm-hmm. Dan, where have I placed you? And what might I want to do through you? And so I would just encourage you, start with asking the one who owns it. And who sees it all? We'll I love Probably that.
0: get an invitation. I love that. Hey, so let's go to the second one. And again, we're talking about three inhibitors and three enhancers to rapid mobilization. Why we have a movement vision, more than we having that. Uh Jesus has this vision for his church. Always has, always will. We're the ones that changed it. Um, and so here's what we're talking about: three inhibitors and three enhancers to rapid mobilization. The first one, staff dependent versus spirit dependent the second one excited to talk about this mastering verse moving mastering verse moving dan ruta what say you about mastering verse moving yeah
2: let's say i um well you mentioned it you talked about uh followers of jesus in acts there's peter um and john they're 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 teaching about the resurrection and with boldness and courage and people said when they found out they were ordinary, unschooled men, they came to the conclusion that surely these men had been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, mastery is not the invitation, uh, <laughs> movement, and participating in who Jesus uh, is and what His good news is all about. That's the invitation. And there's no, um, although I am very pro education and and I, I love that stuff. Um, there's no PhD in that.
1: Hmm. That's good. Yeah under, yeah, under the umbrella of this point in the book, Steve Addison talks about one of the inhibitors, which we know in our lives and we've seen as we've walked with people through the growth track is the fear of error. Meaning mm-hmm. when I go out there at the edges of movement, when I live this missional life, what if I screw up somebody's life? And I think that is a valid feeling that I've had. I, I still have For at sure. times and that I yep. know that people have. And yep. he talked that's about good. how the zeal within the believer, the zeal and the drive and the fervor to reach people is more powerful mm. than the chances of you screwing up somebody's life. In fact, the spirit inside of you who put that mm. zeal in you is more powerful. And and so, you know, Dan and I have conversations with people all the time um, that are on the growth track. And that's a real fear like that I'm not ready. I, I don't know if I know this stuff enough I, I don't have the right education and and we always try to argue the the spirit in, inside of you is is all that you need yes yes continue to learn more continue to read the word continue to see the ministry of jesus yes 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 you mm-hmm. can even read books but you have everything you need and the spirit actually educates you on the way it actually educates you in your error and you don't have the power to screw up somebody's eternity. So I thought that was really good. And then the other point I'd make too is churches really have to wrestle with, are we equipping or are we ministering? And someone already said it, this is a priesthood of all believers. Our job as the professional pastors, the professional ordained are to equip, not to minister so that you come back for more ministry so that you come Mm. back for more ministry. It's to equip and to make you the ordinary people like us, You are, if you are a follower of Jesus, you are ordained. Maybe you get paid for your ordination. Maybe you don't. That's the only distinction, but we got to be equipping people in our churches, not just ministering to them. They have to do the ministry. We're all doing the ministry. So a couple points. Yep.
0: Which is why people have called me crazy for being so like hopeful and excited and expectant during this pandemic. They're like, what, what is your problem? Like, do you not want a job? It's like, well, I guess I want a job, but more than that, I I want the I really want the ordinary to be ordained. I really want this priesthood of all believers to be cemented in the hearts of God's people more than ever before. And um it's it's happening, but more needs to happen. We're we're not there yet, guys. More needs to happen. And and I I recognize you guys have so much going on. You have so many things on your plate and you're like like are you serious? Now I'm a pastor? Well, uh yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. And our job is to equip and we're doing that. That's what live on the 8s really the purpose is for. There's many purposes. It's certainly one of the purposes. Um just a little sidebar here within mastering versus moving. Uh you know, I've been neighboring and loving my neighbor. Um uh, Kelly and I both, you know, for a long time. And I've yet to have a neighbor ask me. So, John, really, uh, pre trib or post? <clears throat> they haven't asked me that. Pre trib or post. Come on, man. Before, you know, before we put put more food on the grill, pre trib or post. I, I haven't I haven't had them ask me that. It doesn't mean they haven't asked me hard questions, but I think this is important to say. I actually have this into a statement. Make your learning, super important. Degrees, I'm not anti-seminary, I'm really not. But make those a supplement, not a substitution. The early church, Dan just read it. Isn't it Acts four thirteen or something like that? Or 13. Ordinary, unschooled. But you know what they had that few have these days? They had the power of God's spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it's not an either or. We have professors in our church and we honor you and we thank you for the work that you're doing. You're, you're an equipper, right? Um, But somewhere along the line, the amount of fear that moved into the hearts of American Christians was they wanted to trade knowledge for power. That is not a good exchange. That exchange will not and never has created movement. Let me just tell you what you need out on the frontier, which is your neighborhood, which is the workplace. You need power. And understand what I'm saying when I say power. I mean the power of God's spirit, the power to serve, the power to love, the power to listen, the power to not have to be right, the power to keep your mouth closed and just not correct. Let me just tell you, it doesn't mean that you don't need any knowledge. No, we need knowledge. But more than that, we need what they had, which is the power of God's spirit. This is so important. And so let's just make our learning, maybe you call it mastering of something, uh, let's just make that a supplement not a substitution so important why because we are all about movement and i know I'm on a soapbox here I'm a little fired up a little more fired up than i was planning to be quite honest um let i mean th- go ahead I, let me just say this and then you guys can rescue me because i'm 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 getting fired up is i feel like this is one of the greatest moments in the history of the American church right now in our midst and a lot of people do not have the eyes to see it They just want to get back to 82 Stratford Drive and hear me preach. They're missing it. All right, so rescue me. I'm going to say too much. I'm getting, I'm too fired up.
1: No, I, I agree. Um, I'm, there's too many, too many conversations and webinars um, on the conversation of reopening church and not enough about redefining church. And so I think it's the better question. And I, I could not agree more. Um, I think we've been saying this since week one of this shelter in place, like let's not go back. Um, we're gonna go back, but we're not going to really go back. Like we got to redefine some things. Um, I did want to say just to kind of bring us back to some levity. Um, I got an email this morning from my alma mater, just to prove how uneducated I am. Um, so, you I'm did. not even going to sit. I did. Yeah. I don't even know how they still have my email, but you uh, and you're talking
0: about um,
1: UCLA. Yeah.
0: Yeah. University it, closest to Lombard area. <laughs> also known as and no, College no not, of destiny. Also yeah, known it, as
1: and also no, known and, as the
0: College of Dreams. Also known as the same alma mater of my oldest brother. That's right college of and, DuPage.
1: and no knock to people who went to college yeah. of new page it's just most people that go there they move on from there and they go on to i didn't uh, so i stopped there so um which is good news though that that uneducated ordinary people can have the power to have influence in the kingdom of god so that was my point and i wanted to make fun of myself
0: and i think dan let's talk a little bit to our listeners today just how ordinary tommy is i mean i think we we, we should just expound on that
2: well, okay, <clears throat> so I don't know why this picture just came into my came into my mind. Can't wait because we often uh, it has to do with Popeye and olive oil and Brutus, you know those characters, right? Yes. And so I often I see myself as Popeye at times. Uh, I see the people I talk to as Popeye at times. They see they see the bad they see the bad thing in front of them, right? Brutus looks big. He's strong. They're motivated by love. Olive oil's there. I want to help. The arms, I don't know how they drew those arms, but those arms, Mm. they always flailed. And Popeye is motivated by love, sees the threat, but needs something to take in. And so, you know, the whole thing changes, the spinach can opens, the arms turn into tanks, and he gets filled up with something that he doesn't have. And that's what you're talking about, John, is this is a time for people who are the church to, in a new way, get filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and be motivated by love in spite of um, the fear mm. and, and to work through it. And I think oftentimes we look around and I look around going, where's my courage going to come from? Mm. Where's my courage going to come from? And again, back to this passage, it's it shows that they had been with Jesus and the witness of Jesus is the indwelling of his Holy Spirit in youth, yes. believer. And so...
0: Eat your spin. Tommy, did Tommy, did Dan just seriously break down Pop, he did. Only he with, could. With Pop. Oh, Talk Lord. about it's, not ordinary. All right. So l- let's get back to just for the record, me and Tommy are very ordinary. <laughs> Dan is actually really smart. It's a it's right, so, but, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Dan, we have something called the growth track. Yep. Right? <clears throat> and it's not Jesus. We're not in <laughs> love. We don't worship the growth track, but it it's a three it's three courses. It's not, it's not 30. Correct. It's three. Mm -hmm. It's three. And here's what we can promise you. By the time you graduate our growth track, um, you are still going to really need the Holy spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. True.
2: Oh yeah. And it happens, you know, in each, in each of the three courses on our growth track, you know, we finished up alpha and it's so funny because people experience Jesus in a real way. Uh, They leave with friendships, Uh, even if they are not yet believing, they have experienced the Holy Spirit in some way. And at the last week, they're like, I don't know. I mean, some of my questions were answered, but like, I didn't get like the checklist of questions. Yes. It's like, yeah. And that's, maybe that's not what your and my deepest longing is. Um, And so there's something to be left and desired from each course because we can't fulfill it.
1: And I think, too, what's what's sneaky interesting about the growth track is we've been able to watch people go through it is you do get equipped with things. mm -hmm. One of the greatest equippings you get is a heightened awareness of what you really need and maybe don't have, which is what we're talking about, this dependency and power of the Holy Spirit. And so it's tools and it's questions and it's equipping to lead you to this heightened awareness of what you really need, which is the people of God around you and the spirit of God in you. That's what you need for mission. That's Mm -hmm. it. So, which is something that I've learned as we built the growth track and ran it, you know, we didn't think that was going to be the powerful thing in the end was this heightened awareness of what you don't have, you know, I thought it'd be more of a curriculum and you, you teach things and that happens, but it's just so much more than that. So, which
0: is yeah that's talking about the fuel for movement you're not going to graduate the growth track being a master of uh of how to yeah so this is this is good stuff the popeye i'm just not over the popeye thing yet i'm still stuck there at popeye it's like equal parts thinking about chicken popeye's chicken yep. and i'm always hungry but also thinking about popeye the sailor and when he said i can't stands it i can't stands it no more and that's just where i've been you guys know this week i've just there's just i've just been in that place of I don't know if it's a prophetic thing you know I don't know I'm not saying it is Um, it might be may not be but it's just like there is a window right now for God's people here in our context in the American church to um, to experience and to live out God's dream for the church and this moves into number three controlled versus Commission so we're talking about three inhibitors and three enhancers to rapid mobilization why would we be talking about that well we are a movement-minded church. Uh, we believe that's what Jesus started in the first place. A movement that is our vision to experience a movement of Jesus in the 10 in our lifetime. And so the third one I'd love for us to talk about the inhibitor is control. This controlled thing. The enhancer is a commission thing. So Dan Ruta, kick us off. And we mean we're we're going long, but people are still watching, which is amazing. Um that's good. but I I think this is yep. I think this is helpful. This is great. Um, yeah. Controlled versus commissioned. What do you got?
2: Um, Yep. Controlled versus commissioned. Um, We commission and send missional communities, right? To be the church, just not at the church. And that's all about organizing us and unifying us in an organized uh, church. It can actually be like reinforced. And so we can be encouraged with one another. organization helps reinforce where we can say, uh, hey, here's what's going on. Ramondi's. And the Mahalix over in Bloomingdale, here's what's going on. Uh, the ADD mission community, here's what's going on. we could be encouraged and reinforce and be reminded that we have this um, movement vision. Uh, control resists. Control feels like there's a threat. And so we say, oh, you know, we're going to shut that down. And in no way, shape, or form do any of us, the three of us, have any form of uh, wanting to resist what God is doing at work. And so the way I see it is when things get organized, they can be reinforced Uh, when things get controlled. It's about like this resistance and wanting to suppress.
1: That's good. He he talks about in 18, he talks about how in 1840, the Methodist movement, which was 1740, 1740, sorry, correct. But it's, I'm I'm turning
0: into, I'm turning into stat boy over here. Yeah. What show is that? Was that part of the interruption?
1: yes tony Reale was was the ah, boy. i love that show all right sorry sorry to already sorry correct i i usually I, don't well i thought you know how the, much i love history i love history 1740 yes. okay well i'm talking Actually about the,
0: 1771 but anyway keep well, i'm going. talking
1: about the decline of it which was i believe oh! 1840 yeah so you you jumped the gun on me boy, so it had coffee. this rapid mobilization this crazy growth and then at 1840 and since that day it's been on the decline because they overorganized, mm-hmm. they added way too much organization way too much order way too much hierarchy wow. Wow. and control and movements well to dan's point they will resist too much control and organization so they it literally killed their movement so, tommy i'm yep. sorry it's it's okay nothing gives me more joy than being right um <laughs>
2: So let me read, let me, let me read
1: this to you. This is you guys, you know,
0: you've read this, it's in the book. Uh, He says in in 1771, there were 300 Methodists in America. By the time of his death, he's talking about Francis Asbury. By the time of his death in 1816, there were 2000 ministers and over 200,000 people that were then part of the movement of Methodism. Amazing. 15 years after that, the number went to 500,000. And to your point, Tommy, and it's gone down ever since. I mean, pretty much. All right. So, <clears throat> um, here's a question, Dan. I'll give you a, a swing at it first. What's the difference between being organized and control? Like, so are we just saying like we have no, just kind of do whatever? You know what I'm saying? Is there a yeah. difference there?
2: yeah i think organization um allows freedom and unity to exist together okay um control is there is one cookie cutter uh stamp of approval that's good
0: well i like that so it's I, it's like it's kind of like open source coding you know what i'm saying yeah
2: yeah i also think so, so the, or- where- the organization
0: is there's code Mm -hmm. and but you then write your code on that or you could go let's go music jazz right it's jazz um but you play your notes within anyway
2: and okay let's go back to the family picture right An, an organized family has common values they believe uh in they share a heartbeat there's a set of family belief that like hey this is what it means uh to be a ruta this is what it means to live like a ruta um that's organized, controlling stifles. Mm. Um, and so I think that family picture also helps. That's
1: good. I think the third, you know, we could talk about this one question forever. But in a word, I believe the difference between controlled and organized is trust. And mm-hmm. I think three things in particular, when it comes to trust, make the difference. And I, in my answer, I think it will prove most churches are more controlled than organized as pastors especially, so us, I'm talking to us right now, do we trust our equipping of our people? Do Mm. we then trust our people? And then do we trust the spirit of God in our people? Mm. And Mm. if you don't, you will lead in a controlled way because you have no choice. You have to do that way. That is absolute gold mark. I really
0: hope you can write what Tommy just said (laughs) in the comments. I hope you got that.
1: But yeah, I think this is an opportunity for us because I know us. We trust those three things. And so Dan yeah. in building the growth track built in equipping And to your point, it's not 30 courses, but I trust when people go through it and if they really go through it and invest in it, they have so much more than they need. We trust you, our people. We, we trust do. you a ton. Absolutely. And of all three things, we trust more than anything is the spirit of the living God inside of you. And therefore, mm. I think we're organized and we're not controlled and to your point earlier John like I've really thought about this I don't think it'll happen but no one loves their job more than me no one loves pastoring mission church more than me but if it meant movement was so out of control and at the edges that there wasn't the elephant anymore there wasn't the building there wasn't a paid job for me I w- I'd go I'd I'd work for my dad I'd find something to do I'd do that food truck thing that we've been joking about cuz that's the game man. movement. And if that's what it leads to, sweet. Like, we'll figure it out. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I'm ready, so. So this this conversation, guys, by the way, we're 44
0: minutes in, I think we set a new record. Dang. I'm not sure if it's getting better, but we're, we are getting longer. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I feel like this conversation is really important for the people of Mission Church. It's important for everybody. But if you're part of our church, Please like watch this again, not because we're amazing, but I just feel like this content is so important for you to really think about, to take in, especially before this coming Tuesday night. This coming Tuesday night is our partner gathering online, and we're going to give you a financial update. Uh, John, Frank, and Justin will do that. But then the three of us are going to talk about how we are truly, even in the midst of all this going on, we are fired up for what we believe and how we believe we can gather differently in the coming months. And understanding what we're talking about today is the reason we're so excited about this. And, and I know I'm already bracing for it. There's plenty of people that aren't gonna like our plan. Um, but I just wanna be really, really clear and then I'm gonna hang up on this. I'll hit end. Um, Mission Church is not closed. Mission Church is not closed um 82 stratford drive is closed but since when have we ever defined mission church with an address now let me be fair some of you are new to mission some of you are new to the faith or some of you come from other churches and so i'm going to give you a hall pass i love you a lot we're going to love you through this thing but i want to be as clear as i can without getting too fired up mission church is not closed 82 Stratford Drive is closed, but we are mission, and we are the church, and we are the body of Christ. And you can shut down a building, but you cannot and will not shut down the body of Christ. There's never been a better opportunity in the history, in my opinion, in the history of the American church for movement to be unleashed than right now. Don't miss it. Please have the eyes to see it. Don't miss it. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to watch this episode, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping.